Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Yeah, could I have a number three with cheese and uh, a large coffee? Man, does this smell good. Wolfing down your lunch. <laughs> Serving up today's top sports stories with Wolf and Lou. Hey, boys. Presented by Stadium Swim at Circa Resort and Casino, Las Vegas' ultimate sports fan destination. All right, it is noon. It's a Wednesday. It's time for Wolf and Down Your Lunch. And Rick is here. What's going on? Rick. Rick. <laughs> All right. Kevin Durant is reportedly going to make his return tonight for the Suns, barring a setback, your favorite word, Luke. This will be his home debut exactly seven weeks after he was traded to Phoenix. Does KD's return automatically make the Suns the favorite in the West again? (laughs) Uh, Automatically is maybe a little bit of a strong word, but if you're telling me that I have to pick... When everybody's healthy, which everybody isn't on all the teams, but I, yeah, I'm still taking the Suns in the best of seven over any Western Conference team. I'm not uh, talking about the yeah. Bucks yet, just Western Conference teams. You know, I'm sorry right now. I just can't. I, I just can't answer that. I, I, I can't. He's played three games with the Phoenix Suns and got hurt again, and I am becoming a little concerned in regard to the health of Kevin Durant and just assuming that Kevin Durant is going to be healthy through it all. And that gives me pause, and I hate to say that, but that's where I am today. That's, I think, fair. I think that's honest. I think a lot of us probably feel that way, too, whether we want to admit it or not. But to answer your question literally, Rick, I'm looking at FanDuel, and the Suns are the favorites to win the West. (laughs) Well... The reason I asked that question is because it ties into our Arizona sports poll question or our Sanderson Ford poll question up now at ArizonaSports.com. Who is the biggest threat to the Suns in the West? The Grizzlies, the Lakers, the Nuggets, the Warriors, or other? Man, Man, I'm probably still going to say the Warriors. They're the defending (laughs) champs and they... I'm still going to say the Warriors. I, I know that the answer, the right answer is probably the Nuggets, but I'm going to go with the Warriors. Did you see the Warriors last night? You watch it? Oh, man, I watched that game. It was unbelievable. They came back. They looked dead in the water. Dead in the water. what they do. Against the Pelicans and then came back and won that game. I, I have to agree with Luke. These guys, they still have Draymond Green. They still have Klay Thompson. They still have Steph Curry. They still have Steve Kerr. They still have the usual suspects. They've won an awful lot of games. They're a dynasty. Uh, uh, how do you say they're not going to rear their heads once again? I, I'm not going to bet against them. I will vote for the Warriors, but I think the Clippers should be on this list before the Lakers. That's just my opinion. All right. And the Warriors, 40%. They're in the lead. Nuggets, 36%. Grizzlies, 12%. Other, 10%. And Lakers, 2%. Wow. wow so the Warriors, Warriors are okay. You were watching the Warriors last night, not the NIT? I was. I was watching the, the Warriors play last night. And just incredible to watch it. There, I, I thought Draymond Green was going to get ejected from the game. That sounds not like once, a, a typical twice. game. Yeah. And somehow he did. Arizona State spring practice is in full swing. And head coach Kenny Dillingham was asked about how yesterday's practice went. We're going about our business. Doing. Uh, that's not the right <laughs> cut. Sorry. Oh, that was Very our worst practice by far. Yeah, worst practice by far. Not even close. 
was that energy passion it just wasn't it wasn't there like it has been in prior days i mean you guys are out here you could you guys could probably notice it it's just noticeably different you know we had a few of our leaders that you know were banged up today so we held them and you could see that you could see that their passion energy you know our team was looking for how do you guys feel about dillingham calling his guys out there I don't mind it. Kenny Dillingham is the other KD in town right now. <laughs> and and I, I look, I don't... I, There's also Kyle Dodd. That's true. There's a lot of KDs wow, in KD. town. Yeah. Uh, but, but Kenny Dillingham is... Um, I think he's just... He's genuine. That's the biggest thing. Like, if you're calling guys out because it's an act, then that's... That, guys are going to see through that. I think with him, it's, it's genuine and it's legit, so I don't have a problem with it. I'm so glad you said that, Luke, because that is the truth. What you just said in regard to Kenny Dillingham and the person that he is, the energy that he brings, the intensity, the passion... I just, uh, I, you know, I go to the camp every weekend, right? Yeah. You know, I take these kids up there with the MVP Foundation. We go up there, of course, Kenny Dillingham was our guest speaker. Nice. So it was awesome to see Kenny, and this is who he is. He's just the intensity is always there. The energy is always there. The optimism is there as well. But also, so is the reality of it all. This guy, uh, I can't wait to see what he does the schemes that he runs, but more importantly, the guys he recruits to bring into that program because I think ASU has done a very, very good thing. We'll see. He's got to prove it, but this guy is for real. All right, D-backs opening day starter Zach Gallen joined Burns and Gambo yesterday and talked about how he feels a little underrated. I would say, you know, you could tell by the by my reaction and that question, it was a little bit, it was it was a little hard for me to say uh, underrated, but I, I still think ultimately that uh, I still have something to prove, um, and I still feel like I got to find that motivation somewhere somehow. Um, you know, someone slights me even even in the smallest way. So yeah, I mean, I, I think in, in my mind, it's it's more of a I still have something left to prove, so that's why I feel a little um, a little underrated. Do you guys feel like Gallon is underrated, and should he be mentioned in the same conversation with, you know, the Sandy Alcantara's, Shohei Otani's, those kind of top tier pitchers in the league? Uh, I mean, he went six straight starts last year without giving up a single run, and went seven or more innings in five of those six starts. So, it, it does he should he be mentioned with the truly elite? I think you got to do it a little bit longer, but I think he will be there by the end of this year. The Sandy Alcantara's, yeah, it's probably about the same range for Zach Gallon. I like that he feels underrated. And honestly, he probably is a little underrated. You know what? He sounded a little sensitive. Didn't he? <laughs> I, this is what I'm talking about, Zach. You, there's Careful, huge, he's like the third co-host of the show. There's a huge difference between sensitive and soft. He did not sound soft to me. He sounded sensitive to me. And maybe, my young crunk brothers, you can actually use that sensitivity you can use that to inspire you, to drive you, to motivate you. Yeah, I love that answer by Zach Gallon. A little sensitive. And that's a good thing. Just pitch the way you pitched last year, and I don't think anybody's going to be underrating him a year from now. All right, that was Wolf and Down Your Lunch. Thank you, Rick. When we come back, KD is back tonight. Wolf, that means a lot of things. It also means a round of Kevin or Devin next. Oh, no. It's Wolf and Luke on Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Arizona Sports.
the local sports leader. Wolf and Luke. Suns run to the playoffs coverage. Brought to you by Canvas Annuity. Score up to 6.25% on your retirement savings. It's officially afternoon. So we're getting there. Tip off tonight, 7 o'clock. I heard uh, Bickley and Murata talking about this this morning. And it's honestly, I think it's probably pretty true for a lot of people. You almost just kind of want to get through this one, right? <laughs> what, do you, what do you mean through it? Like, <laughs> well, like uh, every, everything's fine. Yes. Win or lose, yes. KD is fine. KD is fine. He looked like himself. He put up 24 points or whatever. It's his first game back in a while. Win or lose, 100%, what you just said. Okay. Coming here tomorrow, through it, everybody feels better. <sighs> Start focusing on Friday. It'll be so great, right? You know, Because it'll be Thursday, and we all know Thursday is the most productive day of the week going into so, Friday, So of says course. you, yes. Yeah, it is, and you'll feel good. Hey, that's Sunday. KD is going to be great. And, you know, if he if, if he's healthy, they probably won the game as well. Probably. I'm sure. Pretty, he's pretty pivotal up, game tonight. I'm going to say 30. He's going to put up 30. Jeez, I just how optimistic I am. Right 30. now, can I just throw a number out there? That's not a prediction, ladies and gentlemen. That's just a educated guess. Well, that leads nicely into a game that uh, was sweeping the nation earlier, and then we didn't get to play it for a few weeks. Wolf, it is time for a round of Kevin or Devin. Hey. Oh, man. For Kevin Durant. Booker for the right-hand jam. See the shots that I took. Wet like on book. It's time to play Kevin or Devin on the Wolf and Luke Show. We're just going to play this music bed for the next six hours and 43 minutes. You kind of love this right here. Where was this music when we were out there engaging in bed dancing? I'm sure Sarah had it on her phone somewhere. Um, Oh, Sarah, you better believe Sarah knows all about that. Uh, all right, so here we go. The, the rules are simple. You've got Kevin Durant. You've got Devin Booker. Yeah. Which of the two scores more tonight? I also want to throw this out there while you're thinking. We're having a listeners-only meeting in 15 minutes, so people oh, can wow. weigh in with Kevin or Devin cool. there, too, okay. among other things. But, Wolf, the question to you is simple, and while you think about it, Command and Control, I believe, has the standings. Yeah. Um, everyone is tied at one and two between Wolf, myself, and Maloney. Okay. Except for... You, Luke, who leads with a 3-0 and oh. record. You're not 4-0, though, because that game that Kevin Durant missed does not count. That's fine. I'll get 4-0 tonight. I will. Um, I found my one talent, Wolf. Okay, you have. And Lauren's going to pick for Aaron, so you can either pick <laughs> what you believe or you can purposely be wrong. You can say Evan <laughs> if you want. For Evan Fournier. Okay, you know what? Um... I say we start with you, Mr. Winner. All right. Well, I have my answer. I don't need okay, to like. Great. I don't have to analyze this. You guys are just all going to copy me. I think for tonight, the answer is Devin. You're okay. right. Now listen to this music while you think. I know exactly. No, I, I, I'm sorry. Um, Devin is my answer as well okay. because I've gone with Kevin many times. I think three times. I think you have gone all with him three all three times. times. I think I've gone. With Kevin, ladies and gentlemen, and I'm one in two. Command and control can confirm. You oh, have gone it? with Kevin oh, every yes. time. Kevin. Right. Okay, so now, well, I'm going to go with Devin. All right. <laughs> I'm sorry everything. to do that to you, Book. All right, uh, Rick, 
All right. So the last time that Kevin Durant was supposed to make his home debut, I predicted that he was going for over 40, and then he ended up not playing. So I'm going with Devin Booker. Okay. And also in that game, Devin Booker did go over 40, just as a reference point. Lauren? (laughs) I'm going to go with Kevin to bring some variety to this show. Wow. So you didn't think the way Mal would think. You just said... I'm going to go with Kevin to bring some variety I to also, the show. I also think uh, Aaron probably would have picked Kevin, though. I'm surprised she didn't fly back early because Kevin Durant's yeah. coming back. Okay, so I mean, that makes a lot of sense, too. And Pixie thinks an awful lot like Mal as well. Yeah. Interesting. Three Devons and a Kevin. All right, so we're keeping score of that tonight, obviously. Okay, so we have that recorded, correct, Rick? Yes. That's, Everything is yes. recorded. Right. Whether it's good or bad, it gets well, recorded. We don't want anything rando happening. I just saw somebody use the word rando on Twitter during See, the last okay, break good. when you were writing uh, your I, book over there or whatever I you're just doing. had this feeling that I am. Rando's going to stick with me, okay? <laughs> it's, it's not suddenly, new. I, just, I know it's not okay. new, but I, to me it is. See, that's what's so cool mm. about it. It's like getting a, a new car that isn't totally new. You know, new. when you're just not into pop culture, ladies and gentlemen, I'm not. I'm sorry. I want to sit around and read War and Peace. That's what I want. You know, they don't mention the, the randos of War Notre and Dame. Um, look, you know, for me, yeah, rando. That's my new word. It, it is. It's a good, now that you bring up the <laughs> origins of it, it is a good, like, dismissive, just, oh, yeah, you're one of... Seven billion people or whatever. I don't know you, you rando. Uh, and thanks to Cam Newton for uh, yeah, Cam brought that, that up. up. Yeah, but you've been up. saying rando for a long time. That's what you told. I mean, it's it's a good just dismissive <laughs> catch-all sort of term. You rando, some rando on Twitter. So All right, derogatory. It's but but it's not derogatory enough where somebody can get offended because right. if they get offended, you can be like, right. I'm not. I don't care if I offend some rando. Yeah, basically, you're a nobody. Yes. Okay, you're rando. <laughs> Some random dude walking around, man. All right, back to the uh, the game tonight. So you said you're putting 30 out there for KD, huh? Yeah, you know, um, but I, I still think, uh, as I said, Devin Booker, I think, will go for 32. <laughs> this is, <laughs> I, I expect big games from both of them, and I know we're going to do a Suns three-pointer as well a little bit later in the broadcast, but one of them, one of the points I wrote down and believe – I think they're going to score. This is something that they've really done a great job of averaging 120 points when he plays. Yeah. They're going to score the basket. Booker's been going off in general, really ever since they traded, really ever since they drafted Devin Booker, Booker's been going off. But uh, in particular, ever since they traded for KD, even though KD hasn't played in a lot of those games. And we, I mean, (laughs) Minnesota, they don't have D'Angelo Russell anymore, but. Remember the game? I think it was just last year. Maybe it was two years ago where, where Booker just went off and turned to the Minnesota bench and screamed, I don't have any friends because <laughs> so much is made of D'Angelo Russell and Carl <laughs> right. Anthony Towns being his best friends. So I think it's safe to expect a big game from Devin Booker most nights, especially uh, tonight. And Booker talked yesterday about how it's been good, even though he hasn't been playing, just to have KD on the bench the last few games. I mean, you know he's watching. Um... But I always checked in, you know, even when he was in Brooklyn, OKC, you know, if he ever dealt with the injury, I'd tap in and you know, just make sure he, he was straight, make sure his mental was okay. So it's the same thing now that he's here. Uh, obviously, it was nice to have him on the road with us in, in Utah. And, you know, even when he's not on the court, just his presence around, I think, helps everybody and gives everybody a different confidence. You know, 
as I listen to that, it must be so cool to be a superstar. <laughs> you know, even when you're competing against guys like Kevin Durant, you know, you check in with them. You know, yeah. Because, yeah, we are on Team USA together, right? You no, know, you're just representing the country. Yeah, you're not, right. Not it's just, it's got to be so cool to be <laughs> a superstar <laughs> like that. You know, wedge busting does not qualify, ladies and gentlemen. It does not qualify as being... Somebody who'd represent your team. What if wedge busting was an Olympic event, though? What if it was just wedge busting? Would you come out of retirement if it was just wedge busting the Olympic event? Yeah, you would. I'd I'd burst into a million pieces if I hit a wedge right now. I'm just saying. You'd still do it. Okay. If they offered you. (laughs) You just said okay when you were trying to say no. Of course. I I would. (laughs) If, if, you you know, what are you going to offer me? What are you going to pay me? A spot on the the U.S. Olympic wedge busting (laughs) team. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. um, I I don't know. I've already had enough trauma, if Mm. you know what I mean, Luke. All right. I had a lot of trauma right That's now, fair. so maybe not. But why don't we? There's still time. Let's find if an Olympic event. You're saying I could suddenly be 24 again? Oh yeah. I don't know if I can oh, do that. Oh yeah. But it, it's so cool. You know, I th- I I checked in with KD, of course. Yeah. I, you know, I I I've got his number and I texted him and you know I just checked his mentals. I just wanted to make sure he was okay. Even when he you was on Brooklyn. I mean? yeah. Right. Exactly. It must be so cool to have that type of. I I didn't talk to anybody. From the opposing team, Basinonians. <laughs> nobody wanted to talk to me, and I talked to nobody. I never got to. Well, I shouldn't. Yeah, I was going to say you talked to a lot of guys I on the opposing say that. team. Uh, Walter Payton, of course, I got okay. to know him at the Pro Bowl. Uh, I, I'd say LT, I got to know him as well a little bit at the Pro Bowl. So yeah, I okay. But um, you did talk to guys during the game guys, on the opposing team, yeah, but just I, not in a way where they'd want to respond. Yeah, they guys didn't like me. They despise me, as a matter of fact. Sorry. I, I would assume the reason guys weren't texting you during the season is just the <laughs> texting wasn't really a thing. Yeah, well, it, it wasn't since there were no phones. We we got to find <laughs> an Olympic event that we can still get in on, like curling or something. Let's start a curling team. Yeah. Maybe not curling, but like another one. Uh, okay, I, I'm just, I'm not going to be the broom guy. Okay. I think everybody I, has I, to no, be the broom guy. No, what about the guy who launches it? Isn't but that don't the they guy? rotate? Uh, well, okay, yeah, but I'm not going to be that guy. You're you can be the broom gonna, guy. I don't want to be the broom guy. The, the broom guy. You, you, the you worst job. So, you look so bad. That's you the do. worst. Can I at least use you, a hockey you, stick while I'm honestly, being the broom guy? <laughs> you look so bad doing the broom. Yeah, no, nobody wants to be the broom guy, although apparently if it gets you in the Olympics. Uh, text us your thoughts to the FanDuel text line at 620-620 right now. Okay, like I said, listeners only meeting when we come back. What do you want the topic to be, Wolf? It's obviously the Suns. It can, you know, it can be anything. It can be, are you are you excited for tonight? Are you nervous you for tonight? Would you be the broom Would guy? Would you be the broom guy? He wants to be the and broom curling. guy. He just looks so, okay. Always Stop so it. frantic, too. Uh, 602-260-9870. Suns fans, want to hear from you next as we approach Kevin Durant's second home <laughs> debut. That's next. It's Wolf and Luke. 602-260-9870. It's Wolf and Luke on Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Wolf and Luke. Suns run to the playoffs coverage brought to you by Canvas Annuity. Score up to 6.25% on your retirement savings. 
All right, welcome back to the show as we close in on opening tip-off tonight. Aside from the whole Kevin Durant thing, just the simple fact that it is Suns, Timberwolves, and there's a lot on the line in, in terms of playoff seating, in terms of there just being seven games left for the Suns to get everything together. Uh, I want to fire off some of this audio, but we'll f- uh, I'm going to throw the number out again since when I was throwing it out before, we were just laughing about the broom guy in Turley. <laughs> right, exactly. Uh, if you want to call in right now, we'll do a listeners-only meeting, 602-260-9870. Your excitement level for this game tonight, because I do think there's a certain level of like, yeah, I just I just want to, like, let's get through this, and then I'll get excited. When I see the Kevin Durant, is, you know, there's nothing weird's going to happen. Yeah. So, But also, at the same time, it is <laughs> Kevin Durant, and this is kind of the start. It almost feels like the start of the real season now. Yeah, and once again, you know, we feel like we've been here three different times. This is the third today. Yes. We, we feel like we've been here three different times because the first game he played— and then, of course, it was, well, this is going to be the first game at Footprint Center. Yeah. And now we all know what happened there. And now all of a sudden, yeah, it's his re-debut at Footprint Center, if you know what I mean. Yeah. So it's happened before three different times where we've been talking about Kevin Durant making a debut, if you will. And that's why I think it's it's kind of robbing um, some of the electricity that is in the air in regard to Kevin Durant. I think it's it's gone a little flat and it's probably be because it's the third time we're talking about well yeah and part of it originally was like okay we're rolling this out this is exciting oh now he's making his debut on the road now he's making his home debut but the things got so weird with his last home debut that uh right <laughs> just by the nature of the word you're not supposed to have more than one debut uh, all right let's go out to the phone 602-260-9870 we will start with miles in phoenix miles what's going on you're on the wolf and luke show Hey, guys. How you guys doing? What's Good. up, Miles? I just can't wait to see how the crowd's going to react to Kevin Durant stepping on the floor and how everyone's going to come together as the Valley and just it's going to erupt tonight. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, thank sure. you. That is quick. That's the way we like it right there, honestly. You get in, you make your point, you get out. Um, the excitement is definitely here. Um, I think we're all ready for the excitement to go away. You you know, like to to not be looking here thinking, this is this debut, this is going to be the greatest. Just go away, please. Not you, KD. Just all the hype around it. No, and I think that when we played the clip of Monty Williams earlier, too, I think that that was kind of his his initial answer of stop asking me the same question multiple different ways. What are you supposed to do? I mean, the guy has been on the team for seven weeks and he's played three games. So yeah, I think I think there's a lot of that. There's probably that with the rest of the Suns too. Of just like no, I don't, don't say it that way though. Say it the, say it the right way. He's played seven weeks. He's been here yes, for seven, seven weeks. weeks, and this is his home debut. <laughs> he hasn't played a home game. <laughs> yeah, that's the most stunning way of saying it. He's been here seven weeks. The trade happened seven weeks ago. And he hasn't played a home game yet. <laughs> Oops. Here's, Man. I, I want to play this because Monty Williams was asked yesterday who the fifth starter is going to be with, with KD back. And and this gets into the the next step, right? What you're watching for here tonight is obviously Kevin Durant, but it's also how does the rotation fill out around him? So here's Monty Williams on that. It could, it could change. You know, I, like I've said, I think I have to have an open mind. You know, I said I wasn't going to play – more than nine and a half guys and last night I probably played 18 guys because <laughs> you're just trying to figure out like you know we couldn't make a shot 
last night versus the zone. We just kept missing. And uh, Kev was like, you know, maybe we can give D. Lee a shot. He comes right in, he knocks down a shot, and it was great for the team. And so I think when you're in situations like that, the rotation could change. Um, but for now, you know, we like the, the combination of J.O. Uh, being able to, to guard those tougher guys. But Torrey's done the same thing, so we'll just have to wait and see. Man, I really love J.O. and what he brings. There's no denying what he brings. And I also love the fact he can bring the ball up the floor, too. He can bring it up himself and has multiple times for Chris Paul. I like that. Yeah, he's uh, he's he's been a real nice addition to this team that was very under the radar in the offseason. Let's go back out to the phone, 602-260-9870, and talk to Tyler in Phoenix. Tyler, you're on the Wolf and Luke Show. What's up? Hey, Luke Wolf. Thanks for having me on. Appreciate it. Love the show. Thank you. Uh, my excitement level, I would describe as metered, maybe. Uh, <laughs> those first three games, he's playing great, shooting lights out. It's kind of all coming toward that home debut. And then he gets hurt. And, you know, I'm still very excited, but with how close we are to playoffs, it's more of a, hey, let's just get through this. Let's just get to playoffs. You know what, Tyler? Yeah. Thank you so much for Appreciate that phone the call, call Tyler. Man. That's exactly how I feel. I, I, I'm metered. <laughs> There's a new term for you. I am metered. I'm so excited. It's KD, man. Here we go. And, and I just want to see how he moves. just want to see how he moves. Forget about the numbers. Forget about the production. I just want to see him move and move well and move with confidence and conviction and be healthy at the end of the game. It, it's a crazy thing because if you really look at it, it doesn't make sense that we're all feeling this way because it was it was a freak thing that happened for him to get injured in warm-ups. But, <laughs> but don't you agree that when the game starts tonight, the excitement's going to kick in? Yes. I mean, we're yes, all kind of feeling I, that way, right? But I think we're all going to be on the edge of our seat for the most part. You know, I, he, he, he was hurt when he came from Brooklyn, right? He was hurt yes. when he was traded from Brooklyn. And um, then he came back, and, you know, he was hurt here, of course. And then he played three games, and and he got hurt again. And we know that over the last few years, staying healthy has been an issue for Kevin Durant. So uh, even though, again, I'm all for the trade and I'm fired up that the Suns have Kevin Durant, I am a little nervous, yeah. and I typically don't splatter easily. I, I think that's what I'm saying. I think everybody, when, when the game starts, everybody's going to be like, all right, here we go. You know, But right now at 1240 on, on the game day, everybody's like, eh, let's see how this goes. Let's, uh, let's take one more. Let's take Matt in Queen Creek. Matt, what's going on? Hey, guys. How you doing? Good. What's up, Matt? Good. Um, so I'm probably going to be holding my breath until now, until the opening tip. <laughs> Just like, all right, let's get through the shoot around, let's get through the warm ups, no wonky injuries, no freak accidents. And then once that tip, opening tip happens, all right, let's go. Let's go. Yeah. Yeah. I'm with you. I'm with you, Matt. I think that's, we appreciate the call. Thank you. <laughs> it's, it's really a simple and redundant answer, isn't it? But it's a weird. It's just a weird we phenomenon. We all feel exactly the same way in regard we, to this. We weren't all holding our breath three weeks ago. It was like, all right, here we go. And yeah. now it's like, eh. I think part of it, too, is like, we don't. it's not like we have eight Suns championship banners hanging in the arena. It's always, you remember the reaction three weeks ago? Of course this would happen to us. Here we go again. Yeah. 
You know, but I would disagree with Matt in regard to saying, you know, I'm, we're all going to be worried about it and the warm up and everything else, and then the tip is going to happen. And it's okay. Here we go. No, not for me at least. That that's where I beg to differ. But I think the excitement will kick in once the ball is tipped off. Oh yeah, it'll it'll kick in, but also the anxiety will kick in as well. Uh, wondering, you know, is he going to be okay? Is he going to make it out of here? You know what what we saw puts the capital F into freak. It was a freak accident, and that, that I've never seen anything like it. I'm just going to say it. I said it at the time, and I'm going to say it again. He didn't slip. I've never seen anything like it. You're just trying to put your foot down on a flat surface and you roll it. <laughs> Boom! And roll it badly. I wow. Never seen anything like that ever. Out on a football field, yeah, because sometimes the ground is uneven with a grass field or something like that. You might roll it, but out of flats, yeah, okay. Enough. So here we go. Enough of that. Uh, Join Dave Burns and the Arizona Sports Promo Team this Saturday from 10 a.m. to noon at the new Fulton Homes community, Barney Farms in Queen Creek, where we will be hosting a two seconds is too long drowning prevention event. We'll be giving you the chance to win D-backs tickets plus live CPR demonstrations from the YMCA and the Queen Creek Fire Department. Drowning is 100% preventable. So come out and learn how to keep kids safe around water. When we come back, we'll get back into football and talk of flexing games from Sunday to Thursday night is, uh, as you would imagine, becoming a very polarizing topic. We'll get into that next. It's Wolf and Luke in Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Wolf and Luke, Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. All right, Wolf, before we get into this uh, attempt to flex games to Thursday nights, I wanna, I'm want i holding something in my hand here. I have the FanDuel odds for the third pick in this draft. Okay. okay, yeah. Who do you think the odds-on favorite is, according to FanDuel, to be the third pick in the NFL draft? I'm going to say Will Anderson. You are wrong. Wow. So maybe they're buying what Anthony you're selling. Anthony Richardson? Anthony Richardson is no! the favorite to be the third pick in the draft. No way. Yep. Oh, okay. Are you kidding me? I am, so, so we all know right now the Arizona Cardinals are not drafting Anthony Richardson. They're he, they're not doing it, ladies and gentlemen. Ron Wolfley reported that would make no sense at all. Um. So, Luke, what do you think they know? What does that mean? Because you would have to imagine the odds are better. The Arizona Cardinals are going to be there at number three, and they're going to draft Will Anderson. Well, not according to you. You said you guaranteed that the Colts are trading into that number three spot. You uh, didn't even say a team. You said the Colts. I'm saying, generally speaking, yes. once again, most people would say that. But even FanDuel? I mean, the Cardinals do currently have the third pick. It yeah, they have the third yes. pick right now. Yeah. Even FanDuel saying, I, hey, Colts, we all know what's happening here. This is um, if, if they have each of the first three picks. Okay, so like for the first pick, the favorite is C.J. Stroud, Bryce Young, Anthony Richardson. There you go. Odds. Yep. Second pick, the favorite is Bryce Young, C.J. Stroud, Anthony Richardson. The third pick is um, Anthony Richardson, Will Anderson, Will Levis. <laughs> okay. There you go. Okay, that, yeah. that is huge, That's right? Just, yeah. I mean, that is... Here it comes. 
The There's no way the Colts need a quarterback, and I would be stunned if they sat right where they are right now. I, I that That's the one thing I think I'm more sure of than anything else, that the Colts are going to move up to number three. There it is. Well, apparently you're not right the only there. one that feels that way. And I even said it, basically, at the time. I said, rip that. Rip that audio. You obviously did because they had it ripped. Bam! Right <laughs> It's just the the Colts, if you really want a quarterback, if the Colts want a quarterback and they like one of those quarterbacks, one of those three quarterbacks, they like it. Maybe it's Anthony Richardson. Maybe they think he's the best guy. He's the best of the bunch. You're not going to move up. You're not going to give the Arizona Cardinals what they want for you to move up to number three. You better. <laughs> you're going to get torched. Because somebody is going to move up to number three to take that guy. Uh, all right. Over to this um, controversial idea that the NFL had to be able to flex games from Sunday to Thursday. Yeah. Right? And, and look, during the season, it's always kind of like, oh, you know, why can't they flex this game? We make the joke every year. They couldn't flex this game to Monday night because by week 13, the Monday night game's like, oh, cool. We're watching <laughs> the 26th best team and the 29th best team play especially this year with so many games that were NFC West games and then Denver was awful and and half those games that were scheduled for prime time were a mess. But I think we've all made that joke knowing full well you can't tell a team that they're playing on Sunday and then, what is it, basically within two weeks, say, actually you're going to move up a couple days and throw off your entire travel schedule and routine. And as J.J. Watt pointed out on Twitter, all those fans have to be able to watch the game on Thursday as opposed to Sunday. There's a big difference between Sunday at 1 and Sunday at 6 than Sunday at 6 or Thursday at 6. Yes, um, this this is a bad, bad idea as far as I'm concerned in regard to flexing Thursday night games. It's just, it's bad all the way around. I think it's bad for the players, and I also think it's bad for the fans. Uh, You know, what about fans that suddenly, you know, don't want to take their child, take their kid to a Thursday night game? They want to go on a Sunday when they can, when they've got the day off, whatever it may be. They don't they don't want to sit there and worry about the kid having school the next day. Uh, I think you ought to worry. And John Mara, the owner of the New York Giants, felt exactly the same way, interestingly enough. Yeah. uh, J.J. Watt tweeted out last night, flexing games from Sunday to Thursday is a terrible idea for two main reasons. One, player safety. Can't make this decision and also preach that player safety is a priority. Two fans, people spending their hard-earned money to see their team play, who's paying to change their plans? I don't know how he fit all that in one tweet, but he did. And he's, yeah. he's spot on. Yeah, and also, too, it seemed weird because you had John Mara. And, again, you're, you're talking about a dignified owner in the National Football League talking about how he felt it was thrust upon the owners. Here, I have it right here. Okay, cool. Our season ticket holders to people who fill our stadiums every week. Uh, people have gotten used to going from Sunday afternoon to Sunday night. That doesn't mean that they like it. This year, um, we can be flexed to Monday night, which I think is really inconsiderate to our, our ticket holders. But to flex a game back to Thursday night, to me, is just uh, abusive. And I am adamantly opposed to it. Um, I think it... 
unfortunately didn't get enough votes uh, today, but I'll probably be revisiting it. So the fact that it didn't get enough votes from the owners, who who's actually on board with this then? Because you know the players don't like it. I don't think fans are going to be on board with it. Yeah. So it's not happening. It doesn't mean it will never happen, but that idea was certainly out there. Yeah, you know, honestly, right, it was hard to hear him. So let me do a dramatic read right here. Oh, boy, okay, here we go. No, that's no, that is the beat. That's a beat. Give me a beat. You know what I mean? That's for my story. Are you going to do this dramatic read? Dramatic read. You don't have that. Okay. Um, that's no. Yeah, cut that down. That's okay, right there. Uh, a dramatic read. I thought you had that back. Like there. the Shakespeare music. Are you going to do it as John Mara? No. Yeah. Okay. I am. You Are you ready is, for this? I'm right ready now? for this. Okay, here we go. Okay, um, let me see. Where is it? Here we are. At some point, can we please give some consideration to the people who are coming to our games? People make plans to go to these games weeks and months in advance and 15 days ahead of time to say, sorry, folks, that game you were planning on taking your kids to on Sunday at 1, it's now Thursday night. What are you thinking about? It was John Merrick. Sounded just like his, John. For a second, I was like, John, are you here? His dramatic read right there, <laughs> John Mara. That was uh But that you was get his point. Solid. Yes. And it is, you know, honestly, he does make a point right there. And I think at some point in time, uh, this is going to get tabled permanently. It's been tabled for this year. They're not going to talk about it. Flexing that Thursday night game. You can actually play multiple Thursday night games now. Yeah. That much they did clarify. I, I do want to play this before we hit the break. This is Roger Goodell. They just asked him flat out, so are you just putting Amazon's interest over player safety now? I don't think we are putting Amazon over players' interests. Um, you know, we've always been looking at the data with respect to injuries and the impact on players. That was that drove our decisions uh, throughout the first 12 or so years of Thursday night football uh, and how it's evolved. And I think we have data that's very clear. Uh, it doesn't show higher injury rate. But we recognize shorter weeks. Uh, we, we went through this in COVID, too. Um, it's, you know, you, we had to have a lot of flexibility in those areas. So those are obviously different circumstances. But um, we work very closely on that. Um, I hear from a lot of players directly, too. They love the 10 days afterwards. Uh, in fact, they call it a mini-buy. And so there's some benefits on that side. So you have different views. You want to consider all of them. But players have different views. Coaches have different views. And we have to try to balance all of that. It just, just because the players can do it doesn't yeah. mean they should. You know, yeah. it, it feels like, and I'm sure everybody's had a job like that, where it's like, oh, yeah, so-and-so is moving on to another company. Uh, you know, it turns out I can just make all the employees I have do extra work yeah. and not pay them anymore. Yeah, just because you can get them to do it doesn't mean you should. And that's I, that to me, when I hear Roger Goodell speak, yeah, you could do it and players would play and guys would get hurt. I, I think you're right on that, Logan. I, I absolutely agree. And there are some other things as well. We didn't get to them, but there were a lot of other things the NFL did that I was surprised they did, moves they made. And moves they didn't make as well. Maybe the next time we talk about that tomorrow, we can actually pick this up yeah, again because again. there was some really interesting stuff. Yeah, they've been been active here the last couple of days here at the Biltmore in uh, in Phoenix. All right, when we come back, we're going to switch gears back to basketball though. 
Do a little Suns three-pointer action ahead of tonight's Suns-Timberwolves matchup and the return of Kevin Durant. That's next. It's Wolf Luke on Arizona Sports, the local sports leader.